What's up? Good evening. Welcome to episode two of the Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast. I am one of your hosts, Marty from Manitoba, a.k.a. Kevin. Soon we will be joined joined by Gordo and Hudabs and uh, Chalupa, and we will get uh, we'll get the party started. Uh, I think Gordo is here now. Gordo's at you. Gordo is here and in attendance. Gordo is in attendance. We're waiting for the other two. Tonight's episode is going to be kind of interesting because Caleb, uh, a at the moment is eating a spicy chicken sandwich and spicy nuggets and fries and driving to Columbus to try to sell some cell phones at 10 o'clock at night. I like it. Because that is what people do. Um, I'm I'm actually currently eating um, some buffalo chicken mac and cheese because, of course. You are? Did you get one of those frozen Keystone meals? Oh, it's a a little frozen diner, you know? Uh Gotta... That's that's about the only cooking that uh, old Gordo does, so... That's, you know, that'll happen. Hey, I think Caleb's here. Caleb, are you with us? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I was just all right. uh, letting you all finish your talk. Oh, hey there, Caleb. First time, long time. First time, first time, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't come up with it. I was struggling there for a minute. I was... Yeah. I, wait, we deleted all the ones that I was barely on. I was on the last one for the full time. Yeah, no, no I, yeah. I, uh, I, no. I scrubbed our record today. I talked to the judge, and he was like, "You know what? We're going to give you a chance to start over." Expunged. Yeah, stamp the expunge. I don't. I think so. Chili got a new phone today, and he was just at the store buying a case for it, so he doesn't break his iPhone 4s or whatever he's rocking with <laughs> right now. Which phone is it, Caleb? Hopefully, it's that phone at T-Mobile that just exploded and it's- almost. Uh- no, it's just an iPhone 7. My elder Okay. All right. Uh, so on tonight's episode, I can't talk, man. Tonight's going to be a struggle. Uh, we're going to recap the uh, Super Contest picks for the week as far, I mean, as much as we can because Monday Night Football is being played right now. Uh, the Bengals game, which was absolutely nuts. We're, pro- we're going to talk probably a lot about that because I know there's a difference of opinion on uh, what should have happened for Bengals fans, uh, and what did happen for some of us, and what didn't happen for some others, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about Hudab's trip to Miami because Gordo and I were doing a little social media scrubbing today, and there's <laughs> some there's some questions we have, mm. so we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Um, I kind of want to wait for Chili to get here. He's having a good week in the Super Contest. I think right now he is... Uh, he's, he's making up some ground. I he's 5-3 five and, he, and three going into yeah. tonight's game. Uh, well, 5-4 and because he gets the one automatic L for missing last week. Uh, but since at the end of the contest, it's just whoever has the most wins wins the bet. He's played himself back into contention with a strong yeah, week 16. Sure. With a strong week 16. Um, so our picks, let's see. I got uh, I got Caleb's picks here. He had Buffalo plus six and a half. He had the Giants plus two and a half. He had Dallas minus two and a half. Kansas City minus four and a half. And Minnesota minus four and a half. I thought we all had Green Bay tonight, but uh, Caleb's got Caleb's got Minnesota. So the Buffalo New England game was uh, kind of crazy at the end. Uh, those of us that were on the New England side of the tilt. Definitely needed that two-point conversion near the end of the game. Uh, did you get to see any of that, Caleb? Oh, no, that was Saturday. You yeah. were in Miami, but did you get to see any of that game? Oh, yeah, I definitely did. Okay. Sure. I saw it. Um, completely forgot what our line was, but uh, I, I honestly, I thought Buffalo was going to win the game outright. I really, truly really did. Um, you know, I, 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 New England just does this thing every year, and they won the division every year for the decade, which is uh, a record, I think I, I read. They're the first team in, in NFL history or any sport to win their division every year for a 10-year stretch, I, I think I saw. Crazy. And they're at 11 or 12, too. Isn't it? It's not like this is 10. Like, I'm pretty sure they won. In- um, they've so won it 11. Well, they won it 11, 11 years 11. in a row. Um, what year did they not win the division when what's-his-face was the quarterback because Brady shredded his ACL? Matt Castle. 
Matt Castle, that's him. Right. He hadn't and started the game. Mark Sanchez was tearing up the league as well, too. It was like a perfect well, that, yeah, well, when Rex Ryan's jet-led defense was tearing up the league and Mark Sanchez hey. happened to be the quarterback right. of the team. I don't, I don't want to talk about that because I know you guys remember, first of all, that was the coldest game in uh, Paul Brown Stadium history, that playoff game, the year the Bengals played the Jets back-to-back weeks. Oh, it was awful. I was not there. And just got – they just got absolutely worked. Uh, let's see. Chilelli just messaged the group in the group chat and said he is unauthor- uh, he is unauthorized and cannot join the call um, or the podcast tonight. So I'm gonna message him real quick and tell him to keep trying because uh, he's the he's kind of the crown prince of the of the super contest this week and want to see how many of these games he was sweating. Um, so back to Caleb's picks real quick while Chilelli tries to join us. Uh, the Giants. That game was nutty. It never should have went that way. The Giants should have won the or the Redskins should have won the game. Uh, I say that only because I say that for two reasons. One, I had the Redskins. Two, uh, now it it definitely doesn't matter since the Bengals did the right thing and lost the game, so they secured the first overall pick. Uh, Dallas was the biggest disappointment of the whole NFL week. Is that right? I'm gonna I'm gonna say season. I'd say that's a fair assessment. Say it's a, I mean the they could have won the, the entire div- season. The Browns yeah, have to be they, the biggest, but Cowboys yeah. are there. I mean, what's anybody anybody look up what Jason Garrett's record as a head coach is? Nope, not good. It's uh, not it's close. it's not good. And I know something like since the Cowboys last won a Super Bowl, they are like. Exactly 500 or within, right. a, within a game of 500 or something like that? I think now they might be under. They're, they might be now. What are they? Are they. Hey. Uh, hey. hey, hey. Glad, you could, uh, glad you could work out the kinks. I know new phone, technical difficulties, but thanks for joining the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're all good to go now. I had to re log into my pod beam. We're good now. Got it. Got it. I, haven't, uh, I haven't mentioned it uh, yet tonight, but I do want to. Send a shout out to the folks over at the headquarters basement bar for extending their uh, warmest welcome once again and allowing us to use their space uh, adjacent to the bar but far enough away from the TV to where we don't get the ruckus. So thanks so much for, to the staff over there. They're kind of like a Motel Eight because uh, they'll they'll leave a light on for you. They you're you're exactly right, Billy. I want to get uh, you were. You had the strongest opinion, I think, uh, when we decided on the games to pick. Wait, Chili had a strong opinion about something? I know. Come on. (laughs) Upset of the century. Mm -hmm. Um, About the New England-Buffalo game. Did you end up on Buffalo in that? I did end up on Buffalo. I was close. Seven. Six and a half. But uh, I thought Buffalo was going to win. I really did. I mean... That's Caleb thought the same thing, and and we all kind of thought that would be a good game, and it turned out to be a good game. The two point conversion uh, was what got uh, me and Sean over the top and got us the win in that game. Did you have the? I think you did. You had the Giants too, didn't you? I did have the Giants. Yes, yeah. I was correct on that game. That yeah. was like I had a ten team parlay, and that was like one of two I got correct. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then we were all on Dallas, I believe. You had Dallas, right? Yes. Okay, they suck, and uh, I, I will, I will never, for as long as I live, I'll never bet on Dallas again unless they play the Bengals. Oh yeah, no, betting on Dallas is like betting on the Mets. It's not going to work out. You know what I no. mean? Doesn't matter. You got the ground, you got the ground pitching. They're going up against a garbage team. They're still going to lose. Doesn't matter. You know. But uh, yeah, Dallas. Uh, so Jason Garrett is the Marvin Lewis of Texas. I feel like he should have got fired ten years ago. Still hasn't. So. Well, you're exactly right. It's it's funny that you say that because the Cowboys and the Bengals are the only two teams without a GM or where the owner acts as the GM. And they're both garbage. So, yeah, I don't and, think uh, – when's the last time the Cowboys had a playoff victory? I'm trying to think. Uh, a lot more recent than the Bengals. That's true, but still yeah. a long time. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, Take it easy there, glass house. When you hold the record, let's not bring up other people's uh, <laughs> <laughs> playoff shortcomings. That's fair. Oh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to look up Jason Garrett's record as a head coach right now. Got to be like five. Because I don't know. That's, that's, they, they usually like you know, go 12 and 4, right? Like, 
mean, it's. I mean, they're usually above. The NFC East usually just beats itself up. They they just beat each other up every year. I mean, whoever wins the division, nine and seven. So I want to thank you for hitting. No, the 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 division winner is going to be eight and eight. Oh yeah. This year, I wanted to thank um, Chilelli for hitting up the group chat and letting us know that he was logged on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Uh, so, Google a quick Google search tells me that in the regular season, Jason Garrett has a record of eighty-four and sixty-seven. Um, okay. In the playoffs, he's two and three. So, as a career, he's eighty-six and seventy, which is Better than I thought, and it's actually right. better by by a wide margin than I thought it would have been. So I thought it was like similar to Marvin Lewis. I mean, he's got a 16 game advantage on Marvin. It's pretty good, and he's got two playoff wins, which we haven't had one since 90, 1990, right? Is that that was the Oilers game? The Bengals won that game forty one to fourteen or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. I wasn't alive yet, so I don't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, neither of us were alive to get to be a part of that. I mean, I was alive. I just, it's it's sad. We have, to, we have to talk in context of before birth and after birth when it comes to Bengals playoff wins. That's a sad thing. I would say that the Bengals definitely look like afterbirth. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's uh, like that's, it's a real low hanging fruit joke, just right there. I don't, I don't know who's gonna go for it. Got him. Got him. <laughs> I like that. Good job, Caleb. Uh, I like that a lot. That was really solid. Uh, so going back to the super contest, going into tonight, I think Caleb is two and two, uh, with his correct picks being the Giants and Kansas City. I think Sean and I are both two and two with New England and Kansas City being the correct picks. Um, and we know Chile is five and three, but count the automatic L. So five. Well, no, five, five and, and two, maybe five and three right now, because you only pick nine games total, and the other one's still being played. Yeah, so I think, which, what's going on in that game right now? Uh, I think it's 10-6 Minnesota. Uh, okay. Yeah, 10-6 to six Minnesota, yeah. two-minute warning yep. uh, of the first half right now. Okay. Packers, Packers got the ball, and uh, they're about to not have the ball anymore because there's an incomplete pass. How's Mike? Who doing Mike Boone? Yeah. Um, uh, haven't seen the numbers yet, but that's the Cincinnati Bearcat, everyone, Mike Boone. Yeah. Oh, I know um, who Mike Boone is. Aaron Rodgers has thrown an interception. That's kind of weird. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, he um, threw a pick and then just got bailed out because Devontae Adams caught a pass, took two steps, and then dropped the ball, and they ruled it, a fu- they ruled it an incomplete pass instead of a fumble. Uh, which I know it's 2019, and this this conversation, Statement that I'm about to make is is a tired couple year old statement. But do we? Does anybody know what a catch is yet? Are we? Yeah, we I'm still trying to figure out what pass interference is. Too. I don't think anybody knows that yet. Yeah, so is the league. The league I is also. I still cannot believe that. I, I don't know how we haven't talked about this yet. Out of all of the years, or this whole year, this has been all of these pass interference challenges, and none of them have came through. The one. Yeah, like, I think it's like did, six. Right, six the one they did that actually mattered was against the Bengals to give us the loss against fucking Cleveland. Well, there was oh, another yeah, one. That's... There was another one, too, The same at the same time in the Jets game. Um, the Jet, Who are they playing, Sean? The uh, there's been like six Jets. or seven that have been over 10. The goddamn Jets. No, it was Jets-Dolphins. It was Jets-Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a bad one. There was yeah. a pass to Robbie Anderson, I think. And, I mean, the defender for Miami got there a little early and turned to yeah, Robbie I mean, Anderson's hip. It but, was, but it was like we were saying, it had never been called all year. And yeah, that's all year when you, long. That's when you do it to decide a game. That's when you decide, now, nah, I mean, if we're going to get it right, we're going to get it right, right? That's what, that's what the whole goal is. Well, the whole goal the, guy, is all year. Uh, the gentleman running the replay, the, oh, the, the official, gentleman. What's, his, what's his name? Uh, I forget. Uh, not Ed Orgeron, Ron, not Ron Rivera. Hang on. It's the guy you don't Al know River, about. It's Al Riveron. Al Riveron, Al Riveron. I knew he was yeah. Cuban. I couldn't remember his name. Um, Hang on, you went you went Ed Orgeron LSU. Yeah, I listened to one. I listened to I listened to an Ed Orgeron pep talk earlier, and it really fired me up. Did you and, run through uh, a wall because that guy? Hang on. First of all, did you understand any of the words in it? 
I mean, it was like broken Cajun, but I still understand. We're going to go out there. We're going to beat with a tiger. tiger and, it was like, go, and then it was like, if that restaurant don't have no crawfish, you make that man to go get that crawfish. No. I feel, so like, here was, I feel like he's responsible for the Popeye's chicken sandwich. He has to be. Here that was the story. I listened, I listened. Joe Burrow was on somebody's radio show, and I listened to it because Bungle for Burrow, and that's my quarterback. But Burrow said uh, when he took his visit with uh, Orgeron, he was really looking forward to eating crawfish because Burrow really likes crawfish. So they order crawfish, and the restaurant says, no, we're out of crawfish. And Orgeron goes, you want crawfish? And um, Burrow says, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to crawfish. I like crawfish. And he goes, no problem. I got a guy. So he called his crawfish guy, which is a thing you can have, and the dude brought 15 pounds of crawfish. Oh, wow. To another uh... restaurant? Well, I, somebody brought it, and they were like, "Hey, this is Coach O and Joe Burrow, so we're cooking this crawfish." So they boiled it. Yeah, up. That, that might have been a recruiting violation. We have to check in on that. That's kind of sounds a little sketchy to me. You know what? Hey, Chili, they can that's check our quarterback. It Leave it alone right now, because he's won the Heisman <laughs> and he is coming home. It's true. I hope he says. I that we get to kick uh, either Duke Tobin or uh, Mike Brown and the Wiener if they take anyone other than. Joe Burrow. Oh my God! I feel like I, I feel like know. I can see them trading down and taking a Justin Herbert. Can like, we talk about that? Yeah. Hold up. That stop, 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 stop. Can we take a step back and just realize that we might live in a world where we will be live at the fucking draft when that happens? Oh, there's <laughs> no fucking doubt about it. We will be, <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there to get a Can you? So I minds. was, I was talking to my wife on the way home from dinner tonight. And uh, I made mention about the really cheap flight or something like that. I'm throwing softballs out there to just yeah, kind of you gotta, set this up. you got to lob them. So I'm talking about the really cheap flight, and I told her it's the NFL draft and it's in April and all this. And I said, yeah, I think Caleb can't stay for the whole weekend. I think he's got to come back on Saturday, and the draft's still going on. When in all actuality, I would have to come back on Saturday. So fast. Uh, <laughs> I was going to so, say, when did I say that? I'm you didn't. Free as a bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, you, you did. I'm but, free as a bird. I'm free as a bird. You gotta understand. You gotta understand the setup, man. So, and sure, I said, use me for whatever you need, my friend. She said, "Do people like, you know, is the draft kind of a big thing?" And I said, "Well, I, I actually could give a shit less about the NFL draft because I don't watch college football. So, outside of the top players that like the pundits talk about, I don't know who any of these people are. But obviously, you know who the Heisman winner is." And I yeah. told Emily, I was like, it would be amazing Joey, to be there. And, and first of all, be able to boo the hell out of Roger Goodell when he came out onto the podium. Oh, that would uh, be wonderful. I would I'd live for that. I could die Before he announces the pick. And then a world where the Bengals just, they find whoever ran the fastest 40 time and decide to throw $50 million <laughs> at this <time. laughs> and, and I would come. <laughs> <laughs> I would come oh absolutely God. unglued. I would get. Arrested. Oh, dude, I would go to prison. I, I don't know. I would. I would go up to Mike Brown and just poke his eyes, dude. I would go to jail instantly. <laughs> it would be crazy. Um, yeah, all, dude. Like, to... honestly, would it really surprise any of you guys if the the Bengals' pick is not Joe Burrow or Chase Young? Would that surprise you guys? I wouldn't be surprised at all. Would I be fuming with rage? Yes. But I wouldn't be surprised. That's what Mike Brown does. He's a jackass. So the Bengals have had the number one. Before we go go any further, um, can we at least introduce the supernatural being present um, inside this, you know, uh, podcast that took that laugh that just took over his body over him. <laughs> I honestly thought that, uh, like you felt possessed. Like literally like a demon was inside of him laughing. I, I, I did. And like, I mean, I, I appreciate it because that was like the realest laugh ever. And I thought it was a good yeah. laugh. I didn't think it was like exorcism inducing. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. I don't know. It kind of hurt my soul a little bit. So it might have been. <laughs> I, I don't it know, only like, hurts your soul because no, it took we your all soul. know it's a positive. <laughs> I, I made a comment on the Bengals' uh, Instagram. Because you know how they just post throughout the whole game. Like, oh, we came back. Uh, we scored whatever sixteen points in thirty seconds. Where we might win and then we lose. 
Well, they're like posting highlights the whole time. And then uh, I, somebody else, no, it wasn't the Bengals. It was a Cincinnati Problems Instagram. Mm. And uh, I said, let me see here. Wait, no, did my comment get deleted? No, it didn't. Okay. So, it wouldn't uh, surprise so, me at all. Oh, you get banned from Instagram too? It was a, right, surprise. It was, a, it was a premature post. It was like the Cincinnati Problems account posted that we clinched the number one pick when there was like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, and there was a lot of people I've seen on Twitter and Instagram that were like, oh my God, we got the, cl- we, we clinch, we clinch. And it's like, no, we didn't. And then we come back and tie it. Like, yeah, no, you're wrong. You, you, you're wrong. Um, fake me, news. Baby. I always had faith. Okay. Always I did. Well, faith. hey, you know, 10 minutes left in the third quarter. I'm like, oh, we're going to lose by 40, you know? And we end up covering. So, you know. But um, we did not. Anyway, we were two we and a half cover. point dogs. We did That's not. That's right. Cover. We, were two, we did not. We were cover, two and a right. half point favorites. Is what we closed as. Well, I yeah, was thinking of the live. I was thinking of the live odds. It was uh, minus twelve at one point, or twelve and a half, or something crazy. So None we covered the live guys. odds. So I want to. I want to eventually. I want to get into all of all that. All that is the Bengals game here in a second. But I want to go back to the draft for a minute. Um, oh yeah, no, that's what I was getting on. I got off topic. So they posted prematurely that we clinched, and then it has a picture of Joe Burrow in a Bengals jersey. It says clinch or whatever. And I said, still a garbage ass organization. If Joe if Joe Burrow has John Jerry and Bobby Hart blocking for him, he will be brain dead and in a wheelchair by week four. <laughs> and. Uh, a lot of people liked it. A lot, of, a lot of likes, a lot of comments. Hot take. Like, Hot take from Chili. Yeah, well, you know, like, it's true. Like, you know, put Peyton Manning and his prime in there. He's going to end up in a wheelchair. So, so you know. what's – just a real quick question. What's the rule on law school expulsion? Oh, <clears throat> uh, I mean – I mean, uh, you got Asking for a friend. Uh, okay. I'm not really sure. I have to look into that. I know oh, – yeah. uh, Hopefully not. As long as you're, yeah, as long as you're uh, not committing felonies, you're, you're usually okay. Okay, so, good deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, All right, back to Vegas. So, well, um, well, there's, back, whoa, back to the draft. Whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. Okay, back to the draft. Draft, there's, draft, draft, there's, draft, Which yeah. is yeah, in yeah, Vegas. A lot, it is. It's in Vegas. There's a lot of people, a lot of people on social talking about, uh, you know, the Bengals – are going to trade the pick to a team that needs a quarterback and Joe Burrow's not that good. And most of these people are big Ohio State fans that are standing for Chase Young, and I get it. He's yeah, a good yeah, whatever. But yeah. the Bengals have had the number one overall pick three times and have never traded out of it. Also, Mike Ditka, when he was the head coach of the Saints, made the dumbest offer in the history of offers to yep. the Bengals to be able to move up to number three, I think it was, and take Ricky Williams. Um, and the Bengals said two. no. They didn't want to mortgage their future to do it. Uh, and, you know, he could have got nine draft picks for that spot. I think they ended up – I think the Saints ended up making the trade with – they made the trade with somebody else. I don't remember who it was. It was the Dolphins, right? I think it was the Dolphins. Yeah, because Ricky Williams, that's what his prime was uh, in Miami. So. No. Oh no 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 no! He was yeah, still drafted no. by the Saints. The draft day, the draft day trade to give up all their picks ended up going to to somebody else. I just don't remember who the team was. Um, so I don't expect the Bengals to trade out of the top spot. And the I, only reason that I would even think that there's a chance is because of all of what they've been offered to do this before and what they've the history behind what they've turned down. Like I think someone might say something stupid that wants to move up there. I mean, there's the Redskins. Trust me, it was the Redskins. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the draft board right now, and you know, it's you got Chase Young. Well, this is Mel Kuyper's. This is like two or three weeks ago, but you got Chase Young going number one, Joe Burrow going number two. That's a probably flip flopped, I would say, at this point. But what's what's the Bengals' biggest need? And you look at that, it's ev- everything, everything. It's not just quarterback. It's everything. Andy's not bad. Andy threw four touchdown passes yesterday. But, again... Andy's not going to be there. Andy's not going to be there. The greatest thing that could have happened yesterday ended up happening. A, they lost the game and clinched the first pick. B, Dalton played out of his mind in the second half, and that's yes. that's yes. tape that somebody's going to be looking at. The Bears, the Bucks. 
I, I don't I don't know who it's going to be, but he's going to be wearing a different jersey next year. That much is for sure. Right. And, and uh, yeah, that's great. It's it was the it was the the best the best case scenario um what for yesterday. Now, I know that there was some conversation in our group chat about what the right thing to do for this game is. And we all knew that Caleb was going to Miami. We all knew that Caleb couldn't go to Miami and not cheer for the Bengals. Um, he said, you know, I won't be happy. I won't be sad, rather, if the Bengals lose the game because it means we got the first pick. But to come back like that, down 16 with 29 seconds left, and then to lose the game, were you a little sad after the game, Caleb? Oh, yeah. I, there's no doubt. I, I Once we tied it, I, once we – started to kick the extra or the onside kick i wanted to win it i said at that point fuck it we'll lose the the browns like they would have benched all and they would have done something to make it happen they weren't going to mess it up and win another game but yeah i really thought that they were going to win against miami i really truly did and i i wanted them to i I mean all the way up until that point i was like man whatever it doesn't really matter it doesn't really matter i mean honestly i was i bet a, a lot of money on the under i was we're just hoping to relax, not see a lot of scoring, and you know, win some money. And then they started really coming back, and I mean, I, I couldn't control it. Like I, I mean, I, I love the Bengals. I want them to win. And fortunately, it, I mean, you, well, you guys hear what Tyler Boyd said today about you guys hear Tyler Boyd said about people rooting against them. Yeah, Bengals well, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Well, here, he yesterday, here's the thing yeah. about Sean and I talked about this today. Here's the thing about what Tyler Boyd said. Okay, and Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton. Tyler Boyd and Andy Dalton, they have to have that opinion, okay? But Sean made the greatest point, and I'm not going to steal it from him. I'm going to let him share the point that he made because nobody's talking about it. So what I said was everyone's coming out saying, oh, anybody who says, you know, tank for, you know, bungle for Burrow or they want the Bengals to win is not a real fan. You should always want your team to win. But they, they say something else that's very key is that you should always want your team to be successful. And at this point in the season, when you've only won one game and losing one more when you've already lost 14 means that you get the number one overall draft pick because there's six other teams that have three losses, losing one more game is successful. Um, and then to touch on the point of not being a real fan if you want your team to lose, here's the thing. Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd and everybody making that statement, they're not Bengals fans. If they get traded tomorrow, they don't give two shits what the Bengals do. We're going to yeah, be here. True. We are wanting this for the greater good of our team. We are wanting yeah. to be here for the long haul. And for the long haul, getting that number one pick is a lot better than winning some meaningless game in December when you wanted to blow the other 14. You have plenty of opportunity to win games if you wanted to go out there and get them for the Gipper. The Steelers have had a lot of the same offsets as uh, what we have with, with injuries and stuff this year. They've put together and scrapped some wins out of it. So, I mean, it's not it's not impossible. You know, hate to give them any kind of credit, but, I mean, it's there. But it's, it's kind of funny for a player to say that people aren't fans. We're not players. So they say, you know, fans shouldn't have opinions because – you know, we're just watching, and we don't play the game. Don't tell me how to fan, player. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, well, that's, 100, that's 100% correct. Because and, you know, I wasn't necessarily rooting for him to lose, but I was just like, you know, look at the game, third quarter, like, oh, yeah, we're down, what, 28 or something, it's over, right? I'm glad it went that. the way it did. You know, for us, yeah, not yeah. only for us to lose, which was the most important for it to be as entertaining as it was. That was it a was great the most. Game. It was one of the. It was one of the three or four most entertaining games of the NFL season, and not. Yeah. Not the Dave whole Lapham, games. Dave Lapham said it was the most, uh, probably the best game he's ever called or seen in his life, and uh, he said it'll get. He said this game will be erased in history because we lost. You know, so. Yeah. No, it won't be because. I won't forget it anytime soon. A, there's a there's one really big reason. So, Caleb, you're in Miami, and you were talking about how you called it and all this. I want to walk you through exactly what was happening with six minutes and 16 seconds left when the Bengals score the touchdown to go down 35 to 19. Okay? They're down 35 to 19. They score a touchdown, and we laugh. And I said something like, that was a well-thrown ball or whatever I said. And Sean said, with six minutes and 16 seconds left, yeah, it's all fun and games until they score, get a two-point conversion, get an onside kickback, and then do it again. With six minutes left 
Yeah, I, I just tell, talked. Sean and I were talking earlier today, and uh, when we when that happened, as I, I looked over at Rob, and we'd either just kicked the extra point or we went for whatever it was, like, or we just kicked the field goal to make it sixteen, whatever it may be. Um, the guy that I was with, Rob, goes, "Why would they do that? They're still down three scores. They're down, uh, they're down seventeen, or so you know, they're down fifteen. And I said, "Well." whatever it was I'm like well you're wrong they're actually down 16 not whatever whatever you said and yep. that's how many it takes and I'm like so it takes two scores and he goes two scores so I'm walking him through it I guess so it's going to be a touchdown an odd, or a touchdown a two point conversion an onside kick a touchdown a two point conversion and he goes oh so basically never and if you look at the timestamp on my tweet uh, of the uh, right after the first touchdown but before the first two point conversion, yeah, I uh, I gave the uh, the uh, if you ever saw uh, Parks and Recreation, uh, there's a line that Leslie knows. She goes, "Now wait a minute," and I that's exactly what I put in there. If you look at the timestamp, that's also right in between there. And I'm telling you, I I, I Sean and I had it in our heads. That we knew that we were going to get fucked out of this, and the Bengals just did exactly enough to get our hopes up, just like they always do, Incredible. and bring them right back I, down. I got to tell you, I was—I've never been in the predicament before where I, um, going into the Bengals game, there was not one part of me that wanted them to win. John and I cheered when the Dolphins scored a touchdown every time they scored a touchdown. John and I were upset when the Dolphins missed the 47-yard field goal. John and I were mad when uh, the Tyler Boyd touchdown at the end right on the goal line when uh, when that ended up being a touchdown. And then Crazy Legs Dalton decides he wants to just win one for the Gipper and throw the team on his back and go scramble. That was right in front of Caleb, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Ooh. I think. Was that right in front of you, Caleb? The two-point conversion? Where Andy T-boated yeah. in there? <laughs> yes, sir. Man. Because, right oh, yeah. Because right after that, I think, that's when you took, Sean, that's when you took the video uh, from the broadcast where um, Caleb was losing his marbles. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was, where I've been told that I was on cocaine. You definitely look like you were on something, buddy. I got to tell you. Yeah, it was a good you point. Were... I didn't think about it until Caleb said it, but somebody had said to him, you know, being down there in Miami, that he was off of the uh, MIAO. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. I didn't think uh... about it until, until just now. Yeah. And that's so walk, so walk, me through, walk me through, Caleb, your, um, your roller coaster of emotions. When they're down 35 to 12, did you just – were you were you a little bit happy at thirty five to twelve that we that we clinched the number one overall pick or were you just bummed? I mean, I, I honestly I, I I felt that if we did win this game, that they were going to bench Dalton for the last game or something to assure that we lost this last game anyway. So I really wasn't that worried. I honestly I would have rather have won there than Cleveland. And maybe you know this is selfish of me, but I mean, typically but Cleveland would have been a must lose. Right, and I understand that, but typically when the Bengals win, they're more likely to sign autographs, throw footballs in the stands, stuff like that. And I, I've gotten a football after a win. I've gotten autographs after a win, all this stuff. And, you know, I I was, I had the best seat possible for that. There weren't that many Bengals fans there. Like, it was absolutely prime time, and uh, every single player walked with immediately with their heads down the entire time down there not one person signed an autograph not one person gave the hive nothing not a single thing except one player threw his gloves in the stands pardon me and let me tell you boys you guys are going to want a piece of this memorabilia that uh, I got and gave away is it Travion Williams no Bobby Hart's game used gloves and by game used Uh. I mean Brand new because they looked like they had nothing. Brand new, on them. yeah. I was gonna say. Well, yeah. The nice thing is it's not gonna have any DNA from any Dolphins players because he didn't put his hands on any of them. Didn't put his hands on any yeah. of them. That is for Honestly, sure. Honestly, his entire family Poor is bastard. the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. That is true. Really, if I had a family member getting paid millions of dollars, I'm not gonna rock the boat either. <laughs> sure is. 
I'm, I'm sorry, do... unjust millions of dollars. That's what I meant to say. Not just you millions of dollars. Also, unjust. Noom's also a really nice guy. Carlos Dunlap Sr. is the man. Very nice guy. And yeah, I cannot him. believe how many I cannot believe how many parents of players I met this weekend. I mean, when we went to Dunlap's restaurant, I met his sister. His sister texted me and told me to go to their tailgate. Um, I'm brag. Charging, they were charging. <coughs> not a job brag at all. They were. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Honey Inhibited. Just out of curiosity, Caleb. <laughs> just out of curiosity, when you went to Honey Inhibited, was uh, Shiggy perhaps your waitress? Uh, I don't know who Shiggy is. I'm just look. Uh, this is a good segue, and Sean knows where I'm going with this. Oh, uh, I know where you're going with this as well. Too. Okay. I'm so lost. We, I, explain yourself. <laughs> you're no, banned no, from Twitter. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's banned from Twitter. <laughs> we can't name. We can't name names or personas. Uh, but I do know. I have it on good authority. That uh, some other Bengals fans that traveled from north of Cincinnati to Miami um, went to Honey Inhibited also, and Shiggy was their waitress, and they yes. took the extra they took the extra fifteen percent that they saved on their tab and gave it to Shiggy <laughs> in a <laughs> in Bless. a holiday hashtag hashtag blessings <laughs> yes hashtag bless up is what we're doing here. Yeah, um, this gets in. This gets us into something that Sean and I had a lot of fun with today. Um, we did some. We did some social media searching, and we had we some folks that Sean and I used to tailgate with were at. The I mean, it wasn't even really just searching. It was just going through, you know, the regular humdrum social media scroll. You know, That's you're true. just scrolling through, and you just see pictures and. See your friends tagged in pictures and yeah. And coincidentally, know. when I open up my Facebook, apparently I was going through a friend of ours. I was going through uh, their tailgate pics, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kind of give you guys a little verbal walk down, uh, down Facebook lane as I do this. Okay. Um, everybody knows Who Day Baby. <clears throat> He's got the big foam cowboy hat. Sean is a uh, Sean's a good friend of uh, a lot of us on this podcast. Good friend of the podcast. He's a great friend of good the podcast. Guy. We'll have to have good him guy. on. Uh, and then there's Ace Raisin. Um, I don't. Hey, you guys might only know him as Ace Raisin. Sean and I know him as Chris Neese. It was before his uh, before his actual persona, I think, kicked off. Um, what is they're that? at the tailgate having a good time, and I'm scrolling through a few pictures. There's Hootie Baby with Dolphin Diva. Everybody knows Dolphin Diva. Um, and then I get to a picture that has Hootie Baby in it. And it's got that Bengal guy in it. And there is a strangely familiar face <laughs> in, in the background of the picture. <laughs> um, he, the, It's a he, so he looks like a well-known uh, human mascot of a website. <laughs> Fair. Um, Again, I don't know what like the copyright infringement laws are, so I can't even say. It's true. This it's true. this person's name, uh, but Caleb, might you have an idea who we're talking about? Yeah, I'm pretty familiar with it, so I'm gonna interject here um, after you got your really, really, <laughs> really wordy, very little information out. Hardly okay, no, said go anything. It took a really long time, but it's um, a filibuster. Yeah, so, that's yeah, exactly clearly. What it is. So the tailgate oh. that we went to, recommended yep. by um, Marty from Manitoba, um, that was also there where uh, Sean Hude Baby is. Um, that's where everyone was, including the people that you're referring to. Okay. And um, you know, honestly, like, I, I, there's still parts of that whole scenario that you know frustrate me as I've as I've voiced to you guys in a few different Snapchats, but there were a couple <laughs> different times during this interaction. We were there for two hours. People kept coming up and just asking for pictures. Mostly me and Rob. You're clean up. I mean, a few with a few with the uh, hotel guy. Um, oh, Lord. I guess that's what we're calling. Um, yeah, that's good. You know, I like it. 
Okay, um, and then, a, I mean, a, a few a through day, baby. But, like, there were two things that he said at different points during it that, like, I don't know. Like, it, it, it made me hate him way less than what I thought I did, that's for sure. But, um, and, and, I, and I don't even know that I do now. I, think, I mean, there's some things that annoy me, obviously. But, no, like, so he came up and... Uh, Someone's like, oh, I want to get a picture with the number one fan. Word for word what they said. And he goes, oh, you mean this guy? This guy goes to every game. I just wear a funny costume. And that right there, oh. that, that felt a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. Well, so he said he was going to cry. So not oh, only yeah. the, what I really Okay, so the pictures on Facebook are great. You met up with Bengals fans in Florida. And I mean, awesome. we were just all there. Everyone just yeah. wanted pictures with other people that Correct. are, and I that guess, makes, personas. And that makes a lot of sense. However, the amount of gassing up on each other's Twitter that was happening during the game. Mm, also that, yeah. It yeah, is very, very yep. suspect. Yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, there were, I know. I knew that that was going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But do you yeah. want? Do you want to know more than anything? It was kind of uh, like, hey, uh, we had this plan. You're still in the third row. Our seats are better, kind of thing. It was more than that. But now that I realize that I sure, another humble brag. Yes. Kinda. It kind of was, but I didn't want to do what Marty from Manitoba did and be like, oh, I didn't fucking. Zach Taylor take those seats? Or, you know, something stupid yeah. like that. Okay, so, if we're going to go there, I will clear the... I'm going to clear my name right now. So, oh. so I'm going to walk our listeners back down memory lane. So, a couple of weeks Correct. ago... The person that we're not we, talking we, we, about. You don't need to. You don't need to read. There's no. There's no listener. We know. Don't have any idea what this is? Yeah, we know. Yeah. There you don't it is. need to go back through it. There it is. There it is. Let's let's get scared. It, oh, it was me because I again I don't like to stir feathers. I have to sit in those seats. I'm not. You gonna, don't have I'm to. I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> you don't have to. I promise. <laughs> I'm going to buy season tickets and not go. I mean. Well, no, no, no. no, no, no. Do you know how many other front row seats there are? Oh, a lot. lot. A lot of them. Well, he doesn't even yeah, sit in the front row of Bengal games. He sits in the front row everywhere else. Oh, that's right. right. I like. I love the section that I'm in. That's part of the reason that I, I love going to games on Sundays. It's Bengals a solid section for the most part. You got a couple real suspect uh, individuals in there, but uh, I, like, right, there's, uh, I know that there's one person <laughs> that you just extremely dislike, and you know for. I mean, it's know, not just me. You make it sound like I'm like some kind of jerk for no, now. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> This is the greater Cincinnati area. No, no, I get it, and and rightfully so. What he did was 100% incorrect, like, All the times. Like, all the times, every one of them. Hang on a minute. I get it. I I feel like I don't know about this. Yeah, you do. You do. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, you know. 100%. That, that's that's fair. I'll you know we can discuss all the minute. all oh. the DMs and picks and yeah. Oh yeah, my God. There I think go. there was I think there was a, a a snot situation a couple of years. Oh, also that. Yeah, I mean there's just a whole bunch of situations. Yeah, might as well call him Mike. A lot of yeah. yeah a lot of unsolicited. That's unfortunate uh, for him. Like that just sucks. Like. That was a cold fucking day. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that sucks. That's okay, really that was, unfortunate for yeah, you. You gotta know better, that though. That was a cold day, but Caleb, just out of curiosity, how much snow no, did you I didn't. eat that day? None, yeah. zero. I get it. I understand. Yeah, I mean, right. but who's to say that that's actually what he did? I mean, it definitely looks like it. Oh, no. You tape don't lie, sir. Tape don't lie. I'm raising my hand. I can actually say that's what he did. That because, is... Fair enough. Again, because I'm not the defending view- the guy. I would. I'm still more likely now to defend the hotel mascot as opposed to the DMer. Okay. Yeah. For sure. I, I, and I, you know I, what? And I mean, it's fine. I got. I, I got to be honest. And, so, um, Sean and I have have tailgated with the human mascot uh, before, and aside from. Um, just trying too hard, I, I think, is probably the way the best way to word it. Aside right. from, and that's what it is. 
Yeah, aside from trying too hard, they're not they're not bad people. I get it. No, definitely. I've never really interacted with them to have a real opinion. No, no. Yeah. It just it's it's more it's more the things that like the 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 screen the jumbotron that I sent you guys the video. I know you guys are dying at that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Also, I I stopped I stopped recording and then he was on. Oh no, we saw it. We saw it. No, no, yeah. I mean, it was literally two seconds after I stopped recording. Yeah. No, but I mean, like that—that kind of makes sense because, like, it's what the shtick was, you know. So it's like, yeah, sure. I mean, I get it. But he also he also high stepped two people in the middle of his section to run to the middle of the row. I'm very sure. Run down to row one and stand up. I swear on. I mean, I was obviously watching, as you guys can see. I mean. I told that's, Hang on, to that's good like, wordplay. That's good wordplay, by the way. Oh, <laughs> good one. That's, that's good wordplay. <laughs> oh, that was not lost. Double entendre. Yeah, that was, that was strong. Yeah. I, I very much appreciate oh, that. I'd like to give a shout out to Marty from Manitoba for slowing that one down for me because it yeah, zoomed yeah, right on yeah. behind me like a speed trap. Yep, I had Same, to, and uh, Marty from Manitoba, I want to honor that next segment and to let you guys know that I'm taking exit 96 right now. Oh, there we go. Hey, I heard exit 96 is uh, Pound Town. Is that any truth to that? Oh. <laughs> no, it's actually Flavor Town. Pound Town's oh, three yeah. exits down. <laughs> Got it. My bad. Yo, okay. 99. Yeah, and, and again, I don't, I, I mean, I, I can vent you guys as you know, as, as a frustrated individual, but I'm not one to really talk shit. I'm, I'm really, truly not. So that's one of the reasons that I, I did make you censor yourself and come up with a stupid comment. I will own that one 100%, Kevin, but your, your creativity, <coughs> that's your own fault that that's what you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, I made, I made you do it, but I did not make you think what was in your head right there. That wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah, it's sure. all good. You it's can all blame good. me a little bit. It, it's all good. Yeah, it, takes I mean, a, it takes a village. As much as I wanted to be upset with him, <laughs> as much as I wanted to be upset with him, that that really like, I don't know. That made me feel a little bit better about it. Um, he also told me him and uh, his um, travel partner. I was gonna say silicone. Oh god. Um, now, here we now go. who's being problematic? Now but, who's being problematic? But you're right. You don't want to talk shit. You don't like yeah. stirring the pot. I, this I, guy. I, 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 I did it. I, 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 I apologize. You're right. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Anyway. Okay, so, um, to be honest, you were anyway. in Miami, and it could be anybody. Very yeah, true. It's the plastic no, I, surgery capital of the United States. Is it? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, do, you guys know that I'm I, – I don't want to – I'm just going to come out and say I was talking about – I didn't want to say it, but I will. Because I, I respect the guy. But Drew Rosenhaus, I mean, he's had plastic surgery. Yeah, like, true. I mean, yeah, it was cool standing by him for the... It was cool standing by him for those, and I'm, I'm glad I got to send you guys the videos. Yeah, apparently, he still uses a belt clip for his phone. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah, but, he did ha- but he did have the iPhone 11 Pro Max. I wanted to put that yeah, on. Yeah, so do I. Guess what I don't have? A belt clip. A belt clip. Yeah, my my iPhone 11 Pro Max fits snugly in literally every pocket that I own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. two of okay, them. Okay, well, he, yeah, he's a douche. Anyway, I did walk up to him and tell him that... Uh, uh, I did a uh, research paper on him in college. I had to write a paper. <laughs> did you really walk up to him and say that? What you well, say? no, we were standing. We were, we were, they, uh, the drawbridge went down. We you, you said that to him, bridge. though, like in real life. Oh, we talked. Yeah, for sure. I told him that I wrote a paper. Humble brag. No, not a humble brag. I felt like a douchebag. But no, we no. were, uh, we, we were walking out. This, our section of the stadium was by the players' entrance, so all the family and shit was over there, and that's where Drew Rosenhaus was, and then after everyone left, everyone started to leave, and we just happened to get lumped in next to him, and he's just standing there, not doing anything, so I'm like, eh, I guess I'm going to talk to him, I'm like, hey man, uh, just, I mean, he doesn't look like a football player, most people don't know who he is, and I'm like, uh, you know, I was a sports management major at uh, Ohio University, I'm like, I wrote a 30-page paper on you, and he goes, really? And I go, yeah, I know, weird, right? And I'm like, I ended up having to write the whole thing. Both my partners dropped out of and the it, class, so and, I and literally wrote the whole... What? And what do you say? Did he laugh at I, you? 
No, I think right oh, after no, that he said it. security. <laughs> I think Get this guy out of here. Get him out of here. I think the next word he said was security. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to go back to something that Caleb said a little bit ago talking about the Bengals when uh, he thought that the Bengals would win the game and they would make sure they lose against the Browns by, by benching Dalton or, or bringing in Ryan Finley or something next week against Cleveland for the home finale. Um, that's a really, really terrible idea for a lot of reasons. And you've probably thought of these, but it's Andy Dalton's last game as the Bengals' starting quarterback. And you can say what you want about what he's done on the field or even off the field in the community, but the facts are the facts. He was the Bengals' starting quarterback for uh, 10 seasons, right? No, nine se- 10 seasons. Nine seasons. And he uh, it depends the, on if we're counting this one or not. Correct. He took he took the Bengals to the playoffs in at least fifty percent of his years as the start. I'm mad at the kid. You, you, but, sorry, they, but how many wins did he get? But so how many wins did every other Bengals quarterback before him have? Uh, how many wins? Does, well, Boomer had a couple. Well, yeah, not, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking recent history. Since everybody yeah. on this show's been alive. Since I'll not named oh, yeah, Boomer. Nobody. Nobody, yeah. yeah. So Carson Palmer, producer. Carson Palmer, who is a markedly more talented, at least in terms of an arm, quarterback than Andy Dalton, he didn't take the Bengals to the playoffs five times in his tenure here. No, but he's selling CBD oil now. So. He had a better team. He had a way better team. He had the best. I think in in our in our adult lifetime, the, he had Chris Henry, the best Bengals team. R.I.P. Slim. The best Bengals team that we've seen was 2015 when they started the year 8 now, And they should have had a first round bye, but that Dalton broke his thumb on that freak play. Um, but the 05 Bengals team with Odell Thurman, that defense that just forced turnover after turnover after turnover. They were good. Dalton's never had a defense like that playing, the, playing on the other side. But do you think with Zach Taylor as a coach that we would, in 05, we'd be successful? You think we would have won a game? So, I don't think anybody can make... no clue who he is. Correct. Nobody can make an educated judgment on Zach Taylor's coaching ability or inability after this season. Yeah. I see that, but I don't know. I'm still... I don't think it's the best they could have done, but I think, you know, like you said, I don't think we really have a good representative. Now, if we start out 0-8 next year, yeah, it might be time to part ways, right? I mean, do you guys agree with that, or do you think two or three seasons of uh, ten plus losses are gonna? I mean, sixteen minimum. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the same thing, and I know that's tongue in cheek, but you got to consider who the owner is. You got to consider the the track record that they've had. I said this a lot prior uh, when Marvin Lewis was still here, and everybody was pining for him to go away after the fifteen season because of that meltdown in the playoff game. But I said, you know, getting rid of Marvin Lewis is a slippery slope, man. And the reason I say that, if they bring in a new coach and that coach basically has the kind of year that Zach Taylor had this year, ignoring the roster troubles, ignoring the injury troubles, ignoring all the other stuff, if a new coach comes in and has what Zach Taylor had this year, they'll want to string the guy up and get rid of him, get rid of him after a year. Because then it's going to be, well, Marvin Lewis could get this team to six, seven, eight, nine wins. Why can't this guy? But on the flip side of that coin, new head coach comes in, gets to the playoffs and wins a playoff game. They'll rename the stadium after the cat and have a parade. Yeah, a statue. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'd be okay with it. I'd, I'd yeah, be okay but... with it too. And I would sing his praises until however long he was the head coach. And I'd want him to be, you know, the next. Whatever, name the stadium after him for all I care. Yeah. But I said it for a long time, man. It was be careful what you wish for. Marvin Lewis is going to coach again in the NFL. And I don't know. He's doing a pretty good job at Arizona State right now, apparently. He's already been rumored to be linked to like four or five jobs next year in the NFL. He'll be a head coach again. And for him, I kind I want it because I want to see what he can do somewhere else, like with a GM. I don't know. I want him to fail just because of what he said after he left last year. He had a he did an interview with Adam Schefter where he, uh, you know, he basically said, "I don't care about the Bengals. I've been basically been done with the Bengals for a long time." Sort of deal. That's pretty much what he said. And it was like, "Wow, what a piece of garbage." It was sort of like uh, 
when Jeremy Hill left and started running his mouth, it was like a similar situation. Fuck Jeremy like, Hill. Yeah, well, Jeremy Hill's a piece of garbage. Here's the thing, though. It's what Sean talked about earlier. NFL coaches and players aren't fans of any team true. outside of outside of Bill Cower, and Bill Cower is only a Steelers fan because he didn't coach anywhere after he left. If he would have coached somewhere else, he'd have that soft spot for the Steelers, like Mike Ditka does for the for the Bears or whatever it is. But coaches and players aren't fans; they grow up well, as fans of one thing. That's fair. Also, I do want to let you guys know that I'm going to be jumping off the podcast in about three minutes. Um, I'm pulling up to a customer's house in Columbus, um, so I'm gonna take care of that. Well, no, it's no problem. I, th- I think we've we've been on this one for close to an hour, so I think it's I think we can do a little three minute outro and uh, put a bow on this. Okay, one. I, I'm gonna throw something out together real quick, um, and then let you guys finish it up. Um, I am gonna go ahead and book our flights tonight. Um, Perfect. Go ahead and get that taken care of. Do you either of you need a? Carry on, or are you just doing the book bag thing? Um, I, I can probably make the book bag work again, right? I just need to know days. I'm gonna check out. It's April 22nd or April 23rd. It's the the Wednesday of that week. Yeah, the 22nd through. is a Wednesday. We We're only the, booking the flight out there right now. Okay. Yeah, the right. 22nd is a Wednesday. Um, flight back. I have to come back on the Saturday, the 25th. Because you need to work Sunday? No, I have uh, – that's the Reds' uh, Marty Brenneman Hall of Fame induction. Oh, on Sunday. That's right. Yes. Okay. I, I, don't, uh, I don't work on Sundays. Fun fact, I don't work on Sundays so because I have Bengals season ticket. There's a funny joke for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I actually knew that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll go ahead and get that booked. Um, I'm going to try our best to get a, the best room I can. Now, if, if we can pay extra to get a suite – you guys have any interest in that, or do you just want to get? I mean, depends what extra means. Free? Depends on what extra is, and if if we can do a suite, if there's like a two bedroom suite, I'm not opposed to it. Okay. But it depends on what the extra is. Hotels are going to be dumb because of what's happening. Yeah. Right. Not for us. But now we won't be as dumb. Yeah. The nice thing is now it's the Bengals so like uh. That's true. It'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. We will discuss this more in the group chat. Uh, I am sure. What airline is that, Chil- or uh, Caleb? Is that Frontier? Oh, baby, is it ever Frontier? Yeah, boy. Um, I wanted to mention one thing. What do you guys think of uh, the Bengals putting AJ Green on the IR during Week Seventeen? Don't, don't. Nope. I saw your chat, and uh, <laughs> We're we're not gonna do this. Uh, we all know. Also, I ran into him today. I didn't even tell you guys that. I saw him at the airport today. Oh no! Um, you, you, you told Delta us. Delta lost us. Oh, did I? You told us via Twitter. Oh. Uh, Humble yeah, brag. Well, hey, when we get when this show goes well, really big and gets syndicated, and we have like producers and stuff, one of the graphics we're gonna have down in the corner is like the humble the humble brag counter, and it's just gonna be like <laughs> there's gonna be a little sound. Like a little sound that sounds something like this. Hang on a minute. Every time somebody humble brags, then the counter will just tick. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 that's fine. I'll, I'll take it on those ones. Any Bengal-related humble brag, I'll take it. Um, but I, I had to stop Rob from going over and asking for a picture. I'm like, dude, leave the guy a fucking alone. Like, if you want to shake his hand, cool. But please don't. And and we didn't. He didn't ask for a picture. He didn't ask for an autograph. I, I think I think in the postseason, after the season's over, maybe we can do it during one of the shows in the playoffs. Uh, it's not even really a humble brag. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, Caleb and I have had the conversation, and Sean knows all about it. But uh, I want to let Chalelli in on one of the reasons why I stand so hard for Andy Dalton. Um, it's got absolutely zero to do with football. Um, Caleb knows the story. Sean knows the story, and it's also uh, I'll, I'll I'll spin uh, it into K Dab signing out though. I love right, you guys, Caleb. and uh, take it easy. All right, buddy. Caleb. Um, Caleb knows the story, and it's also why I stand so hard for Vontez Perfect. Uh, but uh, in a podcast coming up soon, that's a teaser, guys. In the biz, that's what we call a teaser. Uh, on a future episode, we'll get into why uh, I feel so strongly about those two guys. 
and really what they do on the football field um, we, we can never change my opinion of them. Uh, so with that, I think episode two of the Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast is uh, probably wrapped up and done, unless you guys have anything else. Nope, no, yeah, that's good. It's about. All right, yeah. gentlemen, have a great night, and we'll talk soon. All right, later. I'd like, like to thank our sponsor, Headquarters Basement Bar, one more time for having us out for the Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast.